Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to The Ordinary Black Professionals. I'm Nicole. And I'm Stefan. And today we're talking about company culture. So what exactly is company culture? We talk about it a lot. We hear a lot about people referring to it. What exactly is it? So it can be defined as a set of shared values or goals or attitudes that an organisation practices and categorises themselves on. And today we're going to talk about some of the attributes that we've seen from companies that we've worked for and you know, how that shaped our experiences. Yeah. Okay. So do you want to start off with some of the yeah. company culture attributes that you've seen? Yeah. So let's start with, um, had this experience working in this company one time. Um, I was brought in as quite a senior member of the team. And I thought, you know, yeah, I'm going to be working on this project. I'm doing DevOps. Um, I'm going to have maybe some input into the project and and be able to talk to some of the team members there. It was consultancy as well. So I thought, right, I'm going to have the ability to like talk to the customer. And I like doing that as well. I like talking to the customer and seeing what they want and trying to shape what I'm building to suit what they're providing. But I quickly learned that as soon as I walked in there, that they had this company culture of like, a crazy hierarchical culture right and it was deeper than i had even seen before and it was so deep to the point where i'd walk in and um and they'd say right so you work on the system um doing automation or the devops part and we over here us managers will talk to the customer mm. and they literally the entire time i was there I couldn't speak a word to the customer. They wouldn't allow me to. But that's that's how often it is. When you walk into an environment or you're in a company that's super hierarchical, it's like you're a certain level, so therefore you can only do X, Y, and Z. Mm. And those people who are more senior can do, you know, A, B, and C. Like there's a clear definition of what you can and can't do. And I'm not talking about roles and responsibilities or the interesting work that you can do. I'm talking about who you can and can't speak to in the office. Mm. Um, 
who who needs to kind of like validate your work you know going down to the extent of who needs to review your emails before you can send it off to a particular person and also down to who's respected and who's not like I've been in worked for clients before where the hierarchy runs so deep that if you're more junior you're just not even respected and yet but the people who are kind of managers or more senior, just because they are that level, people should give them more respect or value what they're saying even more. And I just think that's, you know, was we're moving into, you know, we're in 2020 now. We need to just move away from that that way of thinking. But mm. so many companies out there consulting or otherwise still have such a hierarchical approach to how they I don't know how they like what their com- what their culture's like and how yeah. employees or how colleagues treat other colleagues. And you would think with a company with that type of culture that they were like a really old traditional company. This company was young. Mm. This company was like born in like two thousand and but something. Why why do you think I don't know, why do you think companies end up being so hierarchical? Like I'm a senior manager, so therefore you need to look up to me, you lower level graduates, lower level <laughs> analysts. Like, how does it even, I've got a few ideas on how it kind of, how companies get there or, or yeah. why companies hold on to having that hierarchical kind of mindset. Well, it's kind of comes down to their values, right? And what their values, I but think so. But I think the values, most, most companies' values is like, oh, we will respect each other and we listen and we work together and mm-hmm. we're collaborative and all that stuff. Like they all kind of say the generic buzzwords, essentially. Yeah. I think it's a power thing. No, no, definitely. But I, I, I think the, the reason why it's a power thing is because it comes down to its values. Because one of their values are, you, you know, you just talked about value of respecting each other. Mm. Well, no, their values are not respect each other. Their values are respect me for my power, right? Mm. And so in order to reach that level of people being able to respect me for my power, I need to hold on to power. Yeah. And so then you just breed that. So... Uh, well that's why directors you know sometimes people are not even allowed to speak a word to them yeah 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 right yeah I worked in one company that shall not be named and the I think it was a CEO yeah it was a CEO of the company he sat in his own little private office and the office was made of glass (laughs) and he could see out towards like everyone else who worked um, for that company yeah. and when he ca- and I remember on my first week or couple of weeks of joining the company I was told that you can't speak to him it's like even if when he leaves his room to go make a drink like you can't say morning or say anything to him yeah <laughs> and even though he like worked in his own little office yeah. we had like a shared kitchen and um, there was a microwave in there and if anyone used the microwave he would tell them off even... He would tell them off for using the microwave. Yeah, and make a whole big like complaint about how it would smell and how you like you're polluting the atmosphere and all this other stuff. Even even though he even though he wasn't even sitting in the room with us anyway, he could like go back to his own little office where yeah. it smelled however he wanted it to smell. <laughs> and 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 I think this is the thing I hate about like when people have a grudge about microwaves. Not everything you microwave in, not every, not, not all the food you put in a microwave has a smell. Yeah, I could just be heating up some rice, mm. and like I don't know, something else. Can't think of anything else goes with rice, but I could be he- like rice and chicken. It's mm. not going to have a smell, is it? It's not mackerel or tuna. 
Uh, I mean, one yeah, of the things anyways. of this hierarchy thing is that you do not want to be bottom of that tree. No, but it's all title. So and this titles, is why in yeah, some yeah. companies, you, you know, when you first leave uni, my experience at least is that you're so eager to get up the ranks, mm. just so you can get a little bit more respect That's and not it. get and not it's get all shot about on. Respect. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all about respect and and one of a the bit more def- credibility. Yeah. And your and your views and opinions are listened to, and so often is the case when you come in that no matter what you say, even if they're valid, no one's going to listen to it because it's coming out of like a junior person's mouth. But if an MD was saying it or a, or a senior person, they would suddenly have more weight, more gravitas, more mm. more kudos or not not kudos, but yeah, more more gravity. And I I was surprised about that scenario that I was saying because I walked in as an experienced hire, and I thought, yeah, yeah. I, I've been in this game for a while. I'm going to do my thing. And then they basically shut me down. I was like, no, you're not allowed to speak to anybody. Mm. You're only allowed to do your job. And that's it. And not only that, you must come in early and leave late. And you must do exactly as we say. Yeah. And don't even think about working from home on Fridays. That's how it was. <laughs> so I was I was very surprised. I didn't last there very long. <laughs> uh, yeah. But... um. Sometimes with that same hierarchy thing, it can go the other way. They can have a very flat structure, right? Mm. Which, which, again, you can find that like more sometimes in younger companies because they kind of need a flat structure like startups and stuff like that. But you can sometimes find that in, in, in more traditional companies too. It just depends on their values. But sometimes I feel like with the flat structure, there can be the case where um, with the hierarchy, the people above take responsibility. And they 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 take you know they're responsible for all the people below them in the tree, what they're doing, um, their deadlines, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? But with the flat structure, sometimes nobody takes responsibility. I find. Do you think that's true? I think so. Oh, I don't think that's true. I I think there can be a lack of people taking the initiative, taking responsibility. No, sometimes. no, no. It's I not don't always think that's it's not true. always the case, but I feel like sometimes it is. Interesting. So as I feel like with a strat, strat, <laughs> with a flat structure, you you can find that everyone takes responsibility. Everyone takes ownership. It can be, yeah. Because they feel like we all have a piece of the pie. Whereas when I've worked in companies where it's been super hierarchical, I'm like, well, I know that it's like the senior manager or my manager that has his head on the line or her, right. her, her head on the line. Or, yeah. But if it's all flat, it's like, oh, we're, we're, you know, we're all in this together. I've, I think there's a middle ground. Mm. I think there's a middle ground to me. But I think with the hierarchy one, that one, that which, what you just said is totally true because I worked in the same position that I was talking about. And of all the people that worked in my, at my level and were doing my work, absolutely nobody took responsibility for anything mm. like they all did their stuff and i remember the managers saying to us oh can you guys make sure you do this and that and this and that and nobody did it because nobody cared because they were not given any responsibility yeah right they were not given any um power or anything mm. so they did not care at all is an organization ever truly flat though i don't think so there's no such thing. No such thing. Because I feel like... And I don't think it should be. If, it's, if you're in a company of 50 and you're grad out of uni mm. and there's a, and then there's a CEO, you and the CEO are not 
no you know you're not you don't have equal standing <laughs> and nor should you because it's i run the company i'm the founder of the company yeah yeah i, I don't um, think there should it should be i don't think there's anything i don't think that flat structure exists i mean people will talk as if it does mm, but i don't think it does i don't think it does um and i don't think it should either i think there should be a level of people taking responsibility at higher levels people uh bringing on the junior members and giving them you know help and a bit of responsibility you know feeding them responsibility not giving them too much mm. rather than taking all responsibility from yeah. them and just saying you know why don't you press a button over there and yeah, exactly. let me know how that why, don't goes. You, why don't you make that PowerPoint look nice and format it? And do you know why it can never be truly flat? Because not everyone has equal accountability. That's right. Yeah. And that's the difference. Like, not your your junior people are not going to be accountable for the success of a project or a piece of work. Like, their heads aren't truly going to be on the line. I think when I think of hierarchy, I think some are super steep. And then some are a little bit more flatter. Like it's still a, it's still, it's not, you know, completely horizontal, but it's, it's got a bit of an incline, but it's not as, as steep as other companies are. Mm. Mm. And then I think you've also got, and as you've got companies that are, you know, run by a hierarchy, whether that's a super hierarchical or a bit more of a flat hierarchy. And then you have organizations where you have the blame culture. Oh yeah. Which I think, for some people, maybe even especially those who work in consulting, that blame culture, you're you're all too familiar with what that's like. So this is when people are scared to get things wrong. Mm. Um, they don't want to take risks. They're, they're scared of getting criticised by their peers around them or people more experienced than them. Um, and they're reluctant to take on that responsibility because they are scared they're going to mess it up or they're going to get criticised. Yeah, They don't want to speak out at all. And I have definitely been in, you know, worked on projects where that blame culture has run, like has been strong. Yeah. And you are so scared to get anything wrong that you end up not taking risks. You end up um, like not showing people your work because you only want to show it when it's truly like when it's 100% accurate and 100% right. Yeah. I've been in situations before where I've seen you know, more senior people than me shout, like, no exaggeration, shout at others that have made a mistake or thrown, like, their pen across the room because they've made, a, like, another colleague's made a mistake on a PowerPoint deck. Like, ridiculous things like that. And so it creates this culture where you fuck, like you just cannot fuck up. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think particularly blame culture comes from the management. Because the reason why your peers at the same level of you are scared to make any mistakes is because basically somebody's going to snitch. Somebody's going to say, it was that guy. And by saying it's that guy, the management are then going to, you know, put some sort of attachment to that. Mm -hmm. Whether that's like... That's going to come up later in your review. Yes. Or, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because yeah. I tell you, I tell you what, and I've been bit in the bum by this many a times. <laughs> people will hold on. If you make it, I realized, you know, it's not all companies, but people come to work that if you make a mistake yeah. or do something wrong or say something wrong, that person will hold it against you. And yeah. then when it comes out to you in you know, your annual review, whatever it is, you find them bringing up something that you mentioned six months ago. Yeah. 
And you're like, what? Either A, I told you that in confidence or B, <laughs> you knew that I was like struggling with this or I made a mistake in this area, but they brought it up to you again. Yeah. Uh, now at work, I, I don't tell, I, I try not to open up too much because I know how easy it is for people to um, throw that stuff back at you. And I've been bitten way too many times by that, mm. by thinking that, you know, someone's, I'm having a confidential conversation with someone or, you know, I'm saying this, you know, to try to get help and support. And then six months later, they've thrown it against me. You know what it does? It this this, this type of thing, blame culture. It destroys trust. It one hundred percent does. Completely destroys trust. Let me tell you what. <clears throat> I, I I was doing um like I, I was building an infrastructure for uh, a company one time, and I walked in to the office. Normal morning, walked in, and we were having our team stand up. So I went in the room, had the team stand up. And we'll usually talk about what we're going to do. But this time, the manager stood there and said, he started shouting immediately. In the morning, just the first thing he ever said to us was him started shouting. And he said, who left the server unsecured last night? Oh, right. shit. <laughs> so I'm not putting up my hand. <laughs> the room went silent. There's about seven of us in there, right? Seven of us that could have done it. And you're already feeling right? sorry for the person who has. The person who has, they know who it is. Trust me. And then he, st- he says it again. Who did it? Who did it? And I'm like, shit, what did I do yesterday? There's no way it could be me. I've never, ever done that before. It, there's no way. I started retracing way. my steps. I was like, <laughs> it wasn't me. It can't have been me. And then he said, he said what exactly what server it was. And I was like, I definitely did not touch that one. Phew. That, I was, it's definitely not me. And then I was like, so it, it, the room stays silent for like five minutes. And he is just shouting, who did it? Who did it? Right? Because he was mad because the <laughs> server got hacked. And the customer found out because they got notified right and um and he got in trouble for it because he's responsible yeah he's He's, he's accountable he's accountable and um but you know we're the team members we have to take responsibility for our actions including what we when, when we log off make sure everything is secure and someone didn't we came out of that meeting without anybody admitting to it <laughs> They later found out who it was, and that person finished. 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 That's nonsense. Finished, and and now that's that, that. His action of what he did, right, added a blame culture. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then we all knew from that point we couldn't make a mistake. Yeah. Right. And we couldn't admit to the mistake. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so because we couldn't admit to the mistake, it just destroyed trust. I couldn't tell my colleagues yeah. if I did something wrong. Um, oh, this makes me so annoyed because yeah. I think it's so, so important. Having worked in a company that has, you know, or, or been on projects that's very much blame culture and then having working worked in projects or organisations that don't have any type of blame culture, I can see the benefits of not having a blame culture 100%. Because you le- you actually learn when you make mistakes yeah. and having that trust with your colleagues makes such a big difference to how you can approach situations or knowing that you know having that safe space um that you don't get when when people you know 
you come into your first meeting on a what Monday or whatever and someone there's shouting telling you who's who's left the yeah. or secured the server. I'll give you another example of what happened to me. So I was sitting in the office one day and two of my colleagues left the room and had a meeting with um, an MD. Then probably about an hour later, they came back into the room and one and they were the same level. Um, and one of them sat down and the other one stood up, started shouting and said, and pointing to this guy and said, never again will you make that mistake again and embarrass me like that in front of the MD. And what this guy had These done... These guys are the same level? Yeah. And okay. the, the guy who had sat down, they had this meeting and they was walking through a PowerPoint and they got to the meeting and he just didn't have the PowerPoint up. And he didn't, you couldn't remember where it was. So he spent like five or 10 minutes, you know, clicking around trying to find the right PowerPoint. Yeah. And so the guy who was standing up was shouting, saying, you know, you need to be prepared. You need to be better than this. You're not, you know, you're not a, an, an analyst. You're not, a, you know, junior just come in. You should know to have, you know, the, the PowerPoint ready for the MD and not waste, waste the MD's time. And I thought to myself, and then he kind of stormed off the room and it was really embarrassing. And in hindsight, I really wish that I had said something because I feel like I was complicit. I just sat there and let it happen. But those other people in the room, he publicly shamed this guy for making this mistake, which is such a small mistake in, in the grand scheme of things. Um, but I had wish I had said something to say, you know, called out that bad behavior. But that's you know, he had maybe made a mistake there by not have been organized. But all that took is for you to pull that person aside and be like, you know what, next time, just have that deck up and ready. And then so when the meeting starts, it's already there and we can just run through it. Not to like publicly shame him and embarrass him and pointing his finger and, and shouting. I just think nothing's that important. And you also- haven't lost, it wasn't like your situation. Yeah. Where like someone got hacked or like money, you know, potential money could have been lost. It was just a deck. I mean, and that's there's so lot... many things because so he, many things. he blamed him for the PowerPoint. He didn't look to blame himself. Yeah. What, one, can, right? what could because... I have done differently to support that colleague or to make yeah. sure that that colleague was prepared? Yeah. Like ask the question beforehand. Like before you walked in, like you got the deck, everything ready. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say this, you're going to say that, you know, even just the day before you could have done that, mm. you know, or. This is the I thing. Mean... <laughs> people are so quick to, to blame other people and not look at themselves. And what blame culture does is it just, yeah, as you said, you know, creates that, that environment of like being being scared to, to, to speak up but it also allows people to get away with bad behavior you should never be at work and someone shouting at you that's right ever unless and you're out our, here saving lives examples, they were shouting yeah yeah unless you're out here sh- like saving lives or doing something absolutely amazing you know stopping human trafficking or something like that there's no reason for someone to be shouting at you at work at all shouting swearing making you feel like you're you know five inches tall all of that stuff that's bad behavior but a lot of companies allow that to go ahead and I I don't know how you get to that place where you know you're allowed to essentially bully people at work yeah I mean you're completely because because it's you know if you're going to work and someone's always making you feel like you're 
five inches tall is bullying. And, and, well, it <laughs> in is, the same is that... way you wouldn't tolerate bullying at school, shouldn't be tolerated at work. But it, again, we don't speak about it. It's fear it of is retaliation because, because you think that person's going to come back to you and yeah. and bring up in your in, end of year review. Yeah, and and you know what? Sometimes you get these training courses from the companies say, "Don't fear retaliation." Um, there's a process. Yeah. Speak to HR. Oh yeah, right. And we and uh, to be fair, right? Maybe some companies is true. But it's never been true for anyone I've ever worked for. It's never for the people that I know who have gone to HR about bad behaviour. Um, yeah, it's, they've not had a good experience. Yeah, yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, if if that's the company culture, then boy, that's that's what you got to deal with. It is. And and it only can be changed from the top down. Mm. Yeah. So that MD, when he walked in, did he? Maybe you wouldn't know, right? But did he berate them for not having the PowerPoint, or was he? Well, oh, uh, you know. Do you know what? Never I, mind, I wasn't guys. in the room, but probably not. Maybe we can just do this at two o'clock, you know? Mm. And and it's not a big deal. Or if he absolutely berated them, and then he goes and breaks the other guy, and it's just a yeah, it just comes chain. down the tree. But I think sometimes when things happen, we just need to put a bit, you know, put it into perspective a little bit. And I know that sometimes can be hard when it seems like work is oh so important. They've just put it into, especially with the, the year that we've had. I just feel like it's been a year of perspective. Yeah. And it's just not that deep. It's just not that deep, which almost kind of brings me on to the martyr mm. work, um, the martyr That's company true. culture. So this essentially is, I think we all know one person who does this, the person who always works long hours, complains, but they always work long hours. They work on their holidays. They have plans for dinners, but they cancel it on the day because work is so important to them. And they just sacrifice all their personal commitments because of work. They come into work when they're not feeling very well because work is, again, so important and they must get it done. That's the martyr culture. Mm. The culture where people feel like they can't um, essentially have that work-life balance. They must sacrifice themselves for the company. And you know this what? is something I cannot understand. Uh, and The company forget. will let you go. Well, don't, don't forget as well. And they get praised for it. And they get praised for sacrificing their personal life. Yeah. Well done for coming into work. You know, like they may people people may say, I mean, I had this this example happened um, a couple of a few months ago. Someone was working um, and was feeling really really poorly. This this was someone on the client side. They were working. They were feeling really really poorly, and you know, we, people on the call like, no, you know, stop working. You know, go home. Um, you know, you're not you're not feeling very well. You know, log off. Stop working, and. When that call ended, I spoke to, you know, someone else who was on the call a few hours later and they were like, gosh, aren't they great? They're just still powering <laughs> through, even though they're not feeling very well. Aren't so do you great? know what I mean? It's like, even though that person's well and when you tell and everyone agrees, yes, you shouldn't work when you're ill. It's still on the flip side of like, but good or like, but isn't that impressive that you're still able to keep fighting through? Do you know what I mean? It's that yeah. weird, like. Because you're still impressed by because it. Because the message is, because they know, because they work for the company, right? So they know internally of what their culture is. And they know that their culture is actually that if I do log off because I'm sick, I'm going to get 
uh, bad stick for it, mm. right? So they say, I'm sick, but, I could, you know, but I'm going to work through it. I'm going to battle through. It's hard and blah, blah. And then they get praised for that. Yeah. And the messages that they're receiving from their colleagues, which is, we'll log off, they know that's fake. Yeah, yeah. Everybody knows that's fake. Yeah. This message that I'm telling you, go home, don't worry, is a fake message. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very true, very true. Very true. It's like when people ask you, oh, how are you doing? But they don't really care. They just want you to say, okay, so you can start, like, the meeting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, if you if you were talking to someone, oh, hey, how are you doing? You go, oh, I'm having, I'm having a really bad day. Everyone's like, whoa, like, that's kind of not what I want you to say. Yeah, just say, okay, say, keep it moving. Say, all good. All good, all good. Keep it moving. <laughs> I just feel like I just don't understand that culture. I never want to work for a company that's like that. I don't want to be on a project where people are like that. Don't get it. I, saw I think company. it. It sounds. I think it's absolute nonsense. Mm. Absolutely nonsense. Why you like? Oh, it just annoys me so much because you want to sacrifice your personal time, work all these long hours. Um, sacrifice your holiday, sacrifice your health for a company who would let you go in a heartbeat. Yeah. Definitely. Like, let's keep it real. They'll make you redundant in a heartbeat. And you would have given them your blood, sweat, and tears for who? For some organization that's not even your own. Mm. Don't get it. Don't get it. Especially when it's especially when it's your health. Again, this year has shown nothing is more important than your health. And you're willing to, you know, slow down the recovery of your illness so you can work. Don't get it. It's especially especially, you know, it's not the situation where if you don't go into if you know, if, if it's a case of you don't go into work, you don't get paid, mm-hmm. yeah, then I totally get that. But if you're on a a contract like us, you get paid, you get a salary, you get, get sick statutory leave. sick leave, all the other stuff. Don't get it. You're not on a zero hour contract. You can take sick and still claim, you know, get that sick pay. Yeah. Sometimes as well, there's just companies that will advertise, obviously, that they're amazing. And also they provide unlimited holidays. Mm. But what you don't know with the unlimited holidays is a catch. And that catch is... You get unlimited holidays, but you're actually expected to work all the time, mm. right? So, um, so anytime you go and try and book a holiday, you'll get feedback from your colleagues and stuff. Is that are you going on holiday? Really? Yeah. Really. I've heard that. I've heard that. Yeah. And 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 again, so that you have to work through, you know, burnout, everything. You can't take a day off because you're getting these messages that people are thinking badly of you because of you just want to take a day off yeah you know you can't even take a day off that's you can't even chill out that's not good i agree that's not good that's not good and i just think you know nowadays millennials they want that work life not to say that you know the previous generation didn't but i think millennials hold companies to a much higher standard than maybe our parents did so we're like we're not going to work for someone who you know, work for an organization who doesn't care about diversity inclusion or doesn't want to give us a work-life balance or, or you know, won't give us a pay rise or bonuses because you can just leave and go somewhere else. So I think we, like, we're quite... We're more likely to, although there's still lots of us that would still go ahead and go straight into those businesses and carry on carry on the flag of the, uh, the blame and martyr and... 
Do you know culture. what though? I was saying this to you the other um the other day. If you don't like a company for whatever, and I'm not talking about this year because obviously this year it's hard but on like a normal year yeah if you don't like a company because of pay because of how they treat you because of the work whatever whatever you can leave and i really really think people don't always consider that as being an option mm. they'd rather just suffer it out i think it depending on the industry it more it's more difficult to leave because um you know, there's private sector and public i mean public sector and things like that right but, um, well, but specifically just about the consulting industry. Yeah, I think with consulting, there's options. You know, there's more options out there. There's lots of different companies, big and small, to choose from. And you can apply to them. You can at least try to leave. You can at least try. Yeah. You know, I just, oh, I don't know, life is just too short to be somewhere, like to be working somewhere that you just don't like. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but with the unlimited leave, I have heard that someone had told me that statistically with companies that give you unlimited leave, most people will actually take less leave than they had before. Definitely. So let's say if they were the companies like, oh, you're entitled to 25 days leave. And then they switch to being like, oh, now you have unlimited. Mm-hmm. Most of the employees will actually take less than their 25 days leave. Yeah. So it's almost like if you do work somewhere and that does give you a limited holiday, you kind of have to say into your mind, well, let me make sure I, I at least take 25 or I at least take 30 or whatever your number is yeah. to make sure that you're getting... Getting good time off. Yeah, you're getting good time off. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's a psychological thing as well. They give you unlimited leave. You then stop counting how many days you've yeah. taken because you're not trying to reach the number. Not to, yeah, you're like, oh, it's unlimited. So Yeah, so you stop counting it. And then um, instead of, you know, towards the end of the year when the your leave is running out, you just start taking whatever yeah. you've got left over. There's no leave running out. No. So you don't take that. And so you end up taking less leave than you would have. Mm. And, um, and yeah, you kind of have to check. Sometimes limited leave is good. It just, is it paired with a bad culture of people not taking leave? That's the thing. Is it paired with a culture of you, um, we will shun you if you take leave and that yeah. sort of thing because i have seen that situation mm. but then you could have unlimited leave and it be a really like positive culture oh yes Do you know like like we encourage you to take your leave like yes. we encourage you to have a break where i work now we actually have unlimited leave and it is that culture of we want you to take your leave like we want you to take a break <laughs> um which is good, you know, there's not that expectation just to work, work, work. Mm. So, Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One thing as well that I have noticed from some companies is a culture of, let's call it like the clan culture. Mm. People who are crazy for the badge. They're like, they're like football fans, right? They love the company mm-hmm. they're crazy for the cause of that company whether that company is selling a product yeah um, um it could be like apple think about apple and how people love apple yeah and how may the employees may love apple as well like they're it's like crazy. Fans. Their, their brand affiliation is so strong yes that they never want to leave that yeah. company yeah even yeah. if that company is so underpaying them they never yeah. want to leave because they love it and those people they tend to have a name 
So I'm sure some of you there who work for some like whatever company it is, you'll call yourself like you're a this. Yeah. Like there's a, like where if I'm not gonna name any, but if you work for a particular company, you'll be like they'll give you a name which shows that you are you've got a little chip inside you or something oh, yeah. to say yeah. that you're like that you're so affiliated with that company. Yeah. You're one of us. You're one of us. You're, you're one, one of, of us. us. And now. I tell you what, with companies like that, you can tell who is not one of us. Like mm. it's obvious. The people who and are it, in the clan and those who kind of sit on the outside. Yeah. So sometimes when you join those companies you know, maybe you joined because you wanted a job, <laughs> and and you wanted, you know, you don't love their products to death, but obviously you're here to work with the products and and you know be a part of the team. Yeah. And then you meet these people, and they're so overwhelmed and positive about the products that they miss things yeah right because they're so they love it so much that they miss um the customer experience mm. they don't hear the customers properly or you know something along those lines but do you know what it is as well even if it's not a product-based company yeah when you have people in an organization who so love it like love the company that's their, their affiliated to it so strong they can no longer be critical of the company. That's right. Yeah. And if somebody else is critical of the company. You're not one of us. Yeah, you're not one of us. But they also, like, I don't want to use the word shame you, but, like, they try to dull what you're, what, what you're trying to say because yeah. they want to defend the company so much that the moment you criticise it, their brains can't even handle it. Mm. And once again, I don't understand that because... This is an organization that you are in for probably a temporary amount of time. You're not forever going to be in that company from now until the time you retire. And I find you can find sometimes you can find that in startups or you can find it in young companies that hire young people. Yeah. Like grads and stuff like that. And if you've come in and you've been brainwashed as a graduate or something in that way, and you love it so much. Ten years deep in that company, you you, you don't know anything else, yeah. right? And and you're walking around thinking this is the only company for me. This is the only place for me, you know. Or this is the best thing ever. Yeah. And. But do you know what? I can kind of get it if you're in a startup and you've been there from the beginning because you've been riding and dying and like you've seen the company through the ups and mm, the downs. But you can't. But if see you don't the... have shares in that company, mm. you've got no. Like I'm not trying to bring everything back to money. But the company, you know, you've you've helped you've build. You've got no stake in it. You've got no stake in it. Yeah. You've got no skin in the game. You've helped to build up somebody else's dream. Yeah, I mean, some people are happy with that. And some people are happy with that. But like, if you've helped to participate in someone else's dream and vision, and you've helped to build up that company for them, I mean, yeah, feel proud in your achievements. But if you've got no shares or anything with it, then it's like, well, well, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean. I mean, it works out for the founders because you just got people to do it for you. You don't have to give them any of the reward. They did benefit and get some reward from it from the experience. Okay, so they got right. personal development. They got personal development from it. You could have got this that is what I also don't like too, maybe, but yeah. This is what I also don't like. What companies will try to do? They don't want to give you the pay rise or the or the bonus or anything like that. But they'll spin it around, and be like, yeah, but you really grew. Look how much personal development you've got. Okay. That's great. 
but are you going to be, you know, paying my rent and my mortgage? Are you going to be helping me buy my house? Is personal development going to help me buy my house, mm. buy my, you know, first time house, whatever it is, whatever aspirations you have, you want to do your financial goals that you want to hit? Mm. No, but they love to turn it around sometimes. Be like, oh well, this has helped you personally. Mm. Okay, well I'll take those personal developments and take them over to somewhere else who's going to pay me what I'm worth. Mm. Yeah, I mean as well these people can have like a sense of belonging so strong like if you work for apple for example that sense of belonging can be so strong that no matter what you say they ain't hearing you they're not hearing you but i hear that apple benefits are very good well I'm maybe, maybe if i got all those apple benefits, benefits but, be a... but maybe the benefits are good i expect them to be good <laughs> the company is rich as hell but you know so i guess if we move on we've also got the people focus companies as well yeah so the organizations who really focus on that personal development they're building relationships they're helping you grow and all that other stuff which yeah. is which is a massive massive benefit yeah 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 that's that's great that's i mean anybody who joins a company you should want you you should want to see that and not every company is doing that Believe me, not every company is doing that. They're not making it easy for you to improve yourself, to develop yourself. They're not um, providing facilities, time, money, resources for you to do that. Um, and the the ones that are, you know, that is a definitely a benefit and um, great to see. Um, and building relationships as well, like networking meeting people that are like you in your industry, that are your peers, that are your network, you know, that is important. So there are some, there are some things that um, attribute some company cultures that we do want to see that do, we, do, we do like. Even the clan one, you know, it's good. It's nice to have a sense of belonging. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. nice. Like if, if I join the company and I feel affiliated with it and I feel like I love their product too and, um, yeah, you want customers. that. Yeah, mm, I mean, you want that. if 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 I have an Apple phone, I love everything Apple, and I work for Apple, I'm probably happy. You know. Yeah, the clan. Yeah, I agree. The clan one isn't like necessarily a bad thing if you feel a sense of yeah. belonging to the organization. I, just, I think I it's just having believe, a balance, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, having a balanced view is important. Yeah. Um, but yes, yeah, and also there are some companies that are like. Um, fast-paced yeah you know that their 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 culture is like go 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 like um, don't worry about the details that will come afterwards that is sometimes their downfall <laughs> with these companies but the details will come afterwards just get it done just do it do it do it do it do you know the companies that i've heard are quite fast-paced mm -hmm. quite like you know go 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 are like the monzos yeah the um, Starling, kind of those new starter banks where they're really kind of trying to make sure that that they're that they're um, fast paced and, yeah. and changing direction. Yeah, yeah. So these, I mean, they change direction all the time because one day they're like, we're going down this road, we're gonna build this product or we're gonna do this service over here, and then because they're agile in some way you know a customer sends them in a different direction they're like all right change tact everyone on the other thing everyone on the other thing right now and so you know you've got to be up and ready for that you've yeah, got to, you, yeah. you've got to have the energy to really take that on yeah 
And I think I think with those fast paced organizations as well, it's usually because they're tapping into a market that's maybe quite new. Mm. So it's so the company or the industry is growing really quickly. So like they've had a large amount of growth in a short amount of time and had and has reached massive profits in the space of like five years you know they're kind of turning around 100 million or something like that so they're having to be really really quick yeah and they're having to employ people who are super super quick as well and i think um some of the newer companies you know, like, like subscription-based companies or kind of those those challenger banks or even some of the new product companies they're the ones who like are super fast paced because they're trying to move so quickly to customer needs and demands. exactly yeah they can't afford to be like they can't afford to be slow. So, Not to say that yeah, they're doing things. It's the fast growth as well. Like yeah. when you're, if if you had something, and then now all of a sudden, maybe over the pandemic, your business has quadrupled. Mm. Like just two hundred, four hundred, five hundred times what you're doing. Now you've got so much more demand. Everything's changed. You've got you know you employ fifty people for example, and now you're just sending them left, right, and center. Yeah. To just meet every demand you can. Yeah. And um because you want to please everyone and everything mm. you know sometimes that's very difficult and you've got to be a type of person that's got the energy to work in that type of place to to keep up to be positive because uh, it's not easy could you do it or would you want to work in that um kind of environment um yeah i wouldn't stay for a long time age you in it it would age me it definitely I wouldn't I would um I would do it for a while though. I, I've seen something like it before and I've had like wanted to be involved. Um but yeah, I would maybe do it for maybe five years maximum. And five years is probably stretching. That's quite a long time. That's probably stretching it. I'll probably end up doing three years or something mm. and, and then I'm out because I get I'll <laughs> start getting wrinkles. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think I would do it as well. I think it's nice to work in an environment where things are like quick and everyone's like on the ball and stuff. I don't think you always get that in consulting Mm. where like every single project you work with, all different types of clients that they're all going to be super switched on, super engaged, super quick, like super on the ball like that's not always the case so it'd be good to work in an environment that is like that because you'll be working with some of the best like people and minds yeah so you would learn so much from them and grow and stuff yeah yeah one thing if i was to work in a company like that have to up your game i would (laughs) my game is pretty high (laughs) oh okay (laughs) (laughs) um i would i would have to search for stability like the work that I'm doing, I may be going left, right, and center right now, but I need to see where the stability is going to come from. Mm-hmm. I need to be working towards that to try and get some system or some stability in place because otherwise, I just can't keep doing that. It's not going to be sustainable. Yeah. For any business, I think it's not sustainable. So they're going to have to organize themselves and um, you know, or you know, I want to be involved in that organization. Makes sense. Yeah, so um, with the company cultures, I think sometimes when you're trying to look for a job, mm. yeah, it's it's funny because um, you can get rejected from a job 
And the reason is because you don't suit the culture at that place. Have yeah, you heard that some, before? I have heard that, and that is some BS. Yeah, that... <laughs> it's it's let, let's just let's just end right there. Yeah, it's some bullshit. It's some it's some BS. And if anyone tells you that, if you go into an interview and someone gives you that as feedback, that is not a company you want to work with. Yeah, work at, work for even. Yeah, at all. At, at all. all, because what that's essentially saying is, we have a particular mold of person. Yes. And we like that mold and you don't fit into that mold and it's we don't actually, want it. It's not actually about culture. It's not actually about company culture. That When they give you that response, it's not actually about company culture. It's more about personality yeah. or... Um, Terms of reference. A, a persona. A persona, that, yeah. That we they we hire, see. yeah. Everyone we hire is into football. Yeah. And or drinking at the pub after work. Yeah. And you come in now and say you like to watch, you like to go to the ballet and you don't drink. Yeah. And they're looking at you like, well, that don't really work for us. <laughs> you don't really fit in here. Yeah. Because we like football and we like to drink. Yeah. So. And we've got our beers in the fridge right over there, there. in the office. Yeah. Ready to go on Fridays. And if you're not involved, sorry, mate. Sorry, but, you know, you can't, you you can't, can't work here. You can't be here because we don't know what we're going to talk to you about. And we all do this. Yeah. It just shows a lack of diversity from that organization and a lack of them wanting to hire anyone that is different. Because if they said you don't fit the company culture, what they're basically saying, because what what is company culture? Shared goals and, and shared values, goals, attitudes, right? You don't share our values, right? What are the values you don't share? So what are the values that we'd expect? We'd expect respect. We'd expect... Um, collaborative working yeah, collaborative working yeah and you may come the in generic stuff you may you may expect those things to be part of their culture and they may be right are they saying that you don't suit that i think for most people you'll probably say i do have respect mm. and i do work collaboratively with people I mean, and i can communicate I and i can um, yeah. yeah so um what they're not they're not saying that you can't communicate you can't work collaboratively they're saying you're just not like us. And... You're not like us. Yeah, sorry about that. And and we all know... We know, want someone to banter with. Yeah. And having organisations where everybody is the same, and we're not talking, of, you know, yeah, yeah, where everybody is the same, does not create, you know, diversity of thought, diversity of opinions, perspectives, you know, all of that stuff. So that notion that everyone needs to be the same is not is not correct. But yet still, I have heard recruiters... Um, or companies themselves use it as a reason why you haven't gotten the job. Mm. So, and and one thing as well, let's make it clear what company culture is not. It's not when you go to a job and they're looking at um, and they're showing you around and say, hey, we've got ping pong tables. Hey, we've got beanbag chairs. Hey, we give you catered lunches you don't have to pay for lunch <laughs> you get sandwiches right here can you believe it we give secret santa kids every year yeah some people get phones can you believe it oh my god it's amazing we get to go on trips 
every year in the yeah. summer. We get, <laughs> oh my God, it's amazing. <laughs> that is not culture. Yeah. These are benefits. Yeah? Those are benefits. And they are not a substitute for money in your pocket. They are not a substitute for your salary. At all. Yeah. Yeah. Because bean bags and ping pong tables is not a substitute <laughs> for having a you know a few extra hundred you know, tell you, take yeah, home pay. That same company that I started with about the hierarchy. They um, were a bean bag and ping pong table. They had bean company. bags and ping pong tables. Now we're not slating the companies that do have a good old bean bag and a ping pong table. And I did play ping pong twice. So you got some benefit out of that. And <laughs> <laughs> we work, they have ping pong tables, don't they? And and they did. I did go. There was a trip as well. Oh yes, that was a trip. Yeah. Not one that you went on though. So you didn't benefit that. It, it, yeah, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for you. <laughs> it was not for you. Yeah, that's, that's another thing with the trips as well. Like it all depends on who you're going with. So if you don't like, <laughs> if you don't feel that sense of belonging, more than likely you're not going to want to go on mm. that trip. Yeah, wherever they're going, even if they're going to the Maldives, if you're going to the Maldives, a bunch of people you don't like, you suddenly don't want to go. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how they should caveat some of those things when they say, you know, when they have it on, um, they advertise a job online. They go, here's mm. the benefits, like annual weekend away yeah if you want an asterisk but it's like as long as you like like you will enjoy it as long as you like the people because <laughs> it's so yeah, much yeah, reliant because, on who's going because I don't you do have things... to sometimes on those trips it's like they don't just like oh yeah we're going to take you to the Maldives and then when you get there just have fun it's not that no. it's like we're going to take you to the Maldives and when we get there you've got to do what we do yeah 9am we all have breakfast yeah 10am we all do this <laughs> is this a school trip or what yeah, it can very much be a school trip. <laughs> I have to say, I don't, I do know, the only companies I know that do like annual trips away, whether that's in the UK or abroad, are more smaller companies. Okay. I think that really that covers. kind of covers company culture. Company culture. So they've got the Marta, the Blame, Hierarchy, Clan, People Focus, and Fast Paced company cultures there. Yeah, attributes. Yeah, all the different attributes. So if you've got any examples of kind of company culture that you'd like to share with us, you know, get in touch at our Instagram page at All Know Black Professionals and yeah, let us know kind of your experiences. Yeah. We're looking forward to hearing them. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, we'll wrap it up there and we will catch up with you all next week. Bye guys. Bye. If you have any questions or dilemmas, email us on ordinaryblackprofessionals at gmail.com or we can be found on Instagram and Twitter at ordinaryblackprofessionals. Also, don't forget to follow us, subscribe and leave a rating and comment. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. 
United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.